Hi, and welcome to the Space of Eden with Carrie Lake. This is Pure Presence Animal Communication, Part 1, and we are going to address the question, why would I connect with the animal kingdom? So many of us already have such an innate connection that we're aware of with animals, whether it's just how much we love them, how much we know they love us, whether it's just an indescribable knowing or a love, all of that, all of it is animal communication. And we, on top of that, we have these abilities that so many people have and are in use all the time, but they're not necessarily aware of it. Communicating with the animal kingdom and, and other kingdoms is actually so natural to us but the senses that are activated when we're in that space have, we were actually taught to fear them. We were taught to suppress them, to ignore them, to dismiss them, to uh, belittle those senses in favor of other, you know, bigger, stronger things um, like the big five senses that that we were taught in school are the important ones to pay attention to, the ones that are provable. But our connection with the animals is still there. It's always there. And it's always available for us to reach out and tap into. Now, for those of us that, that live with animals, um, it can seem very obvious how we might expand our ability to communicate and how that might fit into our world. But connecting and communicating with the animal kingdom is the place that we go in order to connect and really find clarity and understanding. The awareness of our ability to go there and our um, our comfort comfort and practice and um, and how adept we are at being in that space can actually really, really enhance the rest of our lives, our communication with people, our, just the way we are in the world, just walking down the road. Because when we connect with animals, that connection happens in a in a space and an energy connected to our heart that that really taps into the unique expression and the unique individual that each of us is in our lives. When we connect with an animal, they know and they have a sense of whether we are congruent and authentic within ourselves, and when we're not, it goes to that that old adage that an animal can smell our fear. Well, whether it's an actual olfactory sense, you know, science can go and, and take it into pheromones and actually find um, scientific proof that an animal would be able to smell uh, a change in a person who is fearful. That's absolutely true. And there's so, so much more. The response and the knowing when an animal knows that we have fear, there's actually communication going on on many levels from us 
when we're fearful that animals pick up simply because it's true, simply because that is how we feel and what we're emanating in that moment. They're not filtering for whether or not we should be afraid. They're not filtering for whether or not we're justified or provable. They're simply responding to the multidimensional communication that we can't help but share because in that moment, for example, we actually have fear. We can't hide it from them, but we can attempt to hide it from ourselves. The more aware we are of what we are actually communicating, then it's amazing when that awareness rises and we rise up in ourselves it's not just the animals that can hear us more clearly it's the people and everything else around us so communicating with animals and the, the skills and abilities involved with communicating with animals actually serve us as natural beings on this planet in exponential ways that you you kind of you can't even really know the full extent of how how much assistance that communication can be until you actually connect with it in yourself and uh, become more and more aware of where it's actually happening acknowledging that it's actually happening and opening to be able to uh, to really incorporate your own awareness of that communication as you just walk through your life. Communicating with the animals, <laughs> there's nothing like it. And for those of you that that know it already, you know that it's an unmistakable feeling when another being who is not a human just connects, boom, right with you. And it's a sense where you know that you know that you know it just happened. You don't need proof. You don't need validation. It's an actual sensory experience where your body knows Yes, I heard that. Yes, I felt it. And there's there's no denying it. Now, a lot of times that'll happen and and then we feel like, well, she's who am I going to tell? Who's going to believe me? And it's that thought and that that moment of analysis right there that keeps us feeling separate. Not just from the animal kingdom, but separate from one another and also separate within ourselves. The real magic in communicating with animals is when we let it be true that we know what we know. When we get that feeling that we know we just, we just picked up with some subtle sense that our dog has an upset tummy or 
there's just something not right with the horse. Or, oh, that's right, I didn't feed the fish. Or, that sense of, of family in communion among elephants when one of their family is taken away or when one of their family returns. And the sense with dolphins that indescribable, there are no words for it, but you know that you know that you know they're communicating. All of those, the magic in the communication with animals is when, when we let it be true that we know that's what's happening, is communication. There have been a lot of stories um, floating around over the past couple of months of dolphins who have connected with dogs, who connect with cats and people, dolphins who connect with other species. And there's a lot of comments that go along with those and people will say, it's it's just amazing and, and we have no idea why dolphins would be going out of their way to assist a member of another species. Well, <laughs> when I read these comments <clears throat> and people say, well, we don't know why this happens. And, you know, what I hear them saying is, I haven't read anywhere that science has proved something that is not disprovable that would explain to us and make it seem like we're not crazy if we actually just let it be as cool as it is. <laughs> but but my question is, how come that, that photo with the caption of, of the dolphin swimming with the dog out in the bay and how the dog goes out every single day to swim with the dolphin and, and they meet up with each other every day, what other proof do we need? And when we watch those, how come... How come those are the videos and the pictures that get sent around the world time and time again and just touch people's hearts time and time again enough that people want to share it again and again? Isn't it that it really, it touches our heart in a way that our heart knows that those two individuals are connecting with one another? that they, they know each other and receive and love and accept and share and play with each other. And, and, and maybe that's all it is. That's, that's all they need. And, and maybe we share it around the world time and time again because in our hearts we know that it's that simple. Why do dolphins connect with other species? Because they can. Because there's love. Because it's fun. Because they're not analyzing whether or not it's appropriate for their species to interact with another. They're not analyzing in those moments whether or not their individual life or the life of their species is in danger. They're showing up and saying, here I am and I can see you and you can see me. How amazing is that? Wow. And, and you can come in the water and play with me? Well, I'm going to stick around and play with you. 
I don't need to answer. Why? Because you're here. Because you're here and we can play. And with all of that, I can go in my head and go, well, how the heck do you know that? How do you know that's true? Well, you know, beloved mind, I can't prove it to you. But, beloved mind, if you go and you take a look in my heart and you see and you see what my heart feels like when I see these pictures of dolphins interacting with other species and with people, maybe that can start to redefine what true is in our world. Maybe, maybe that sense and that feeling that we know that we know that we know and that the way that feels, the way that vibrates in my body, maybe that sense can start to be the new barometer, the new compass, true north for how we know what the truth feels like. Because the mind can't feel. It can interpret and it can calculate. And it's brilliant at both. But feeling is not the mind's department. It acts, it's, it's incapable. But through our life's experience and repeated... Um, interactions and and repeated experiences the mind can categorize well what every time and I, I went and sat under this tree I felt cool so sitting under trees feels cool <laughs> see it's a calculation not a sense it's an analysis of the sense but not a sense in and of itself now the mind can look and say aha the sensation that my skin has when rain falls on it is cool and wet, right? So that's another categorization, not a sense. The mind is, is, is noticing what the body feels, categorizing it, and logging the information for use at a later date. It is not sensing. The subtle senses that come along with communicating with the animal kingdom, we don't have words for them. We can call it telepathy, and that's a beautiful start. And yes, absolutely, animals will share pictures with us to help us understand what their world is like, what they're perceiving, and... Um, and to communicate with us, um, to guide us, to share wisdom, and to share very pragmatic things like, yeah, it's my left hind foot that hurts. And they can share pictures with us. And then they can color those pictures in with their own sense. So, for example, if, if we are connecting with our dog, and we know that we can just feel... There's something not quite right. That sense, that feel that there's something not quite right. Do we call that psychic? 
do we call that telepathic? Or do we just call it connection and listening from our senses that are always in camaraderie with the animal kingdom? The part of us that is already innately tuned to be able to listen on levels that are beyond what the mind can categorize. So we'll just call that listening. So when we're, when we're in a space where we're listening and we're open to hearing, and our dog, for example, will offer, yeah, we just know there's just something not quite right. And then we can say, hmm, show me more about that. What is it that, that seems not quite right? Then our beloved dog friend can say, can share a picture with us. And maybe, maybe when we say, hmm, there's something not quite right. And, and we just open up to listen. Hmm, I wonder what that is. And we get a picture of the dog's right hind foot. Or, or maybe we get a sense of limping or a sense of um, discomfort or a sense of, of something other than all is totally well to the point where I don't even need to share this information because it doesn't exist. When we get that sense of that picture and the sense of limping or the sense of pain, all of that can fall under what we call telepathy and telepathic communication from the animals that's based in pictures and the sensory experience of the pictures that are offered. That communication is actually very, very common and actually happening all the time. And the only thing that gets in the way is our mind questioning it. How many times have you gotten a sense of another person even, or of an animal or a situation, and something flashed through your mind and you had a sense about it, but immediately, oh, no, 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 that couldn't possibly be true. Immediately it gets dismissed. How often does that happen? Like 8,000 times a day. <laughs> well, maybe 7,492, but we're not really counting. Um, but we really were taught to doubt and dismiss our senses more than we were taught to listen and honor our senses. So in the simplicity of that, opening up to connecting more with animals and activating and developing our capacity is an amazingly gentle and supportive and fun and funny and beautiful way to step out of perpetually doubting ourselves, perpetually dismissing what our heart is communicating. Hello, we have a new compass point for what's true. And and for our heart trying to say, hey, feel this, because do you remember? This is what true feels like. This is this vibration, the one that, hey, hey, let's, let's stop doubting it. And let's just feel it and remember what true feels like.
we have those natural capacities to to really open up and and listen and the simplest way to begin to expand those capacities is to notice where they're already happening and so imagine if you gave yourself the space and permission maybe tomorrow maybe later today to walk through your day and and just start to notice you know just paying attention a little differently to your world and when you connect with the animals not that not that you're going looking for something but just be available for those flashes that come through your mind and when they come through your mind to notice ooh ooh i just had one <laughs> And to say, oh, show it to me more. Let me see that. What was that flash again? I'm not going to dismiss it. What is it? Show me more. And see if whatever that flash was, whether it was an image or a sense, doesn't get a little bit louder just because you acknowledged it. And, and then all of a sudden, all of your senses can go, oh my God, you're listening. Here, here, this is what this is about. And... And then just take a look and see what's being communicated and feel if that vibration from your heart is there that says, oh, yes, yes, this is what, this is what true feels like. And then perhaps you see, you know, a picture of a, a, a dog bowl that's full of food. <laughs> that's an easy one for them to share. Or maybe, maybe what it is is just walking through the house and sitting where you love to sit and letting yourself be surrounded by the animals you share your life with and and just letting giving yourself that space and permission to be open and saying okay i don't care how simple it is what's here for me to sense and and listen to and open up just because you can cuz it's innate and maybe what you hear is, I love you. And what if just this one time we don't dismiss that? What if just this one time we let it be true? And we check in with that part of our heart that wants to guide us to, to know that we know what we know. And and listen to that that sense and that vibration in our own heart and just let that be what's actually happening for this moment and for those of us that don't live in companionship with animals and even people who who don't think they're animal people <laughs> and who live a life that um that appears to be very inconducive to connection with the animal kingdom or the plant kingdom or the the oceanic kingdoms or the sky or the mountains that sense in our heart that we know that we know what we know those people have that sense too 
And that sense, even in the people that don't live in camaraderie with animals, that sense is the innate sense that will guide us to, I know that I know what I know, to being comfortable in my own skin. And I talk to so many people who will say, oh, no, I'm not an animal person. No, I, I can't see how any of this applies to me because I don't want a dog. <laughs> but it applies because our heart, all of our hearts call for communion with all of life. All of our hearts are calling to, to, know, to bring us back into not being separated from one another or from or within ourselves by the mind which is questioning and anal excuse me analyzing and categorizing we all have that heart space and opening up to connecting with the animal kingdom again can guide us to remember what that heart space feels like uniquely for us because we're each of us has our own unique vibration each of us has our own unique expression it's it's like each of us is our own musical note in the entire universe and there there never has been and never will be another musical note like you and each of us has that unique tone, that unique vibration. And coming into connection with the animal kingdom, whatever that looks like for you, however it ends up expressing itself, whether it's you know through a telepathic connection, whether it's just the way you feel when you listen to the birds, whether it's the way you feel when you see somebody who's being unkind to animals. Whether it's the way that you feel when you hug your dog or when you see somebody else being kind to animals. All of those are ways to connect with the animal kingdom. And if you get to go swim with wild dolphins, holy smokes, if that calls to you, please go. But you can enter the same space being with horses, being with, with reptiles, being with insects, being with birds, with cats, with dogs, with lions. It all comes down to saying, yes, okay, I have these senses in me. I have felt them. They scared me before because I didn't know what to do with them. I didn't know what to call them. And man, I sure couldn't talk to anybody about them because, you know, how crazy does that make me if I go around willy-nilly saying, you know, that bird told me everything's going to be all right, <laughs> which absolutely happens. But when when we give ourselves that permission to, to listen to those senses in ourselves. 
we actually make ourselves much, much more available to a very rich life. Much, much more available to knowing ourselves, to being very congruent in ourselves, whether we're communicating with animals or with people. It actually invites us to become a presence that is that unique tone that unique musical note that each of us really truly is on the planet and that vibration of that tone animals will see that in us whether we're hiding from ourselves or not this is why people will say that animals are a mirror for us well that's a beautiful beautiful beginning to let animals be a mirror but there's so 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 much more because each of them is an individual as well each animal is a uniqueness as well so stepping into these connections, this awareness, and opening up to our innate ability to expand these awarenesses and find clarity, it really, what it does is open our entire lives to a richer life to to more than we really know how to ask for because opening in that heart space and just having permission to communicate on these levels it actually changes the entire world all around us and other people feel when we are connected and aware of our own heart space and so when we, for example, if when we walk into a room, may call it a business meeting, and we can walk in and be coming right from our head and analyzing and looking for all the angles and watching all the people and what are we going to do and what are they going to do? That happens all the time. <laughs> and... And we can watch, you know, people respond and there will be a lot of analysis and a, and, um, a lot of, of mental back and forth. Or we can walk into a room aware of that space and that vibration in us, the one where we know that we know what we know, call it intuition, call it knowing, that space from which we can communicate with the animal kingdom. When you walk into a room full of people aware of your own space, watch everything around you change. Watch people respond. Watch as we walk in aware of our own presence without imposing it on anybody, without defending it, but just as our presence. It, it actually we actually become an invitation for other people to touch that part of their own heart as well without even saying a word. And connecting and communicating with animals is one of the most direct, amazing, nourishing ways I know to come into connection with that space. Once we are aware of that in ourselves and, and we can remember what that vibration feels like in our body in the presence of animals, 
Well, you, that doesn't mean you have to have an animal with you all the time just to be in that space. We can take that vibration with us because guess what? There are animals everywhere. They have strategically placed themselves everywhere, <laughs> everywhere on the planet. Well, just about everywhere. You know, if you want to go hang out in the, in the, the frigid Antarctic mesas and slopes, then, you know, it's a little bit harder to find an animal close by. However, they are there. And as we expand our abilities, we're able to connect with the animal kingdom from anywhere at a distance. And just that connection, whether we have questions, specific questions or not, whether it's just to, uh, to connect with the animal kingdom to remind us of our own sense of what true feels like, the animal kingdom is always, always, always available, always available to assist us always available to say, oh, yes, I see you. Whether it's an animal that we are personally um, uh, familiar with or, or not. Even if we're looking at a photo of an amazing, magnificent horse, connecting with that, that photo and that beauty can help us come back to that space in our heart where we know that we know what we know. And where we can feel that vibration of our own presence right through our body again. So why connect with the animal kingdom? Why communicate with the animal kingdom? Because what they love is to see us really embody and show up and play and dance, and share, and sing with them, or just as who we are. And in, in that space with the animal kingdom, they have no judgment. And so it's, it's one of the places we can go on the planet in connection with animals where our mind, it can try to argue, it can try to say, oh, animals judge us, but it's just not true. Animals do not have the mechanisms that create judgment as humans have that mechanism. And, and I just, disclaimer, judgment is not bad, unless you say so. It can be bad if you want it to. Um, and then we can start judging judgment, and then we're really on a ride. But when we just let judgment be what it is and say, hmm, yeah, that's, I, I call that good and I call that bad. Hmm, I wonder how that's serving me. Going to, to that place where judgment can just be what it is and saying, you know, I wonder what it feels like to step out of that and really feel my heart. The animals are right there, right there to go, there you are. I see you right there. Here, let me share my world. Let me share my entire world with you. And they do it in that vibration of that heart space where we know that we know what we know. And how do you know? Because your body tells you. The vibration in your body that is the vibration of your unique truth that when we, we raise our awareness of it, acknowledge it, and expand, expand that vibration 
actually right through our physical body and out into our space as our presence. That is when we become the difference in the world around us. And the animal kingdom is always available to assist us to that spot. Call it healing. (laughs) Call it relaxation. Call it stress reduction. Yes to all of the above and more. So there are lots of techniques, lots of tools to help different people come to awareness of their natural ability to communicate and find, uh, find that place where we don't even have to judge ourselves anymore and we can just dance in that vibration of truth. Lots of techniques, lots of tools. That's what I love to share with people. Everybody gets to be unique. There isn't one tool that's going to work for everybody. And, and there isn't a right way to do it. It really is about how much more of myself can I see here? And can I, can I let the animals assist me? And what I share and what, what I love to do is, is assist people to become aware of their own ability, and to expand their ability in a way that actually complements their life. It it doesn't matter to me what you do in your life, where you're headed, what you play with, whether it seems to have no relation to animals or whether you rescue animals for, and, and that's your passion. Or, you know, maybe you, you know, you work in a, a data center. (laughs) Either way, you're a human being and you have innate abilities to connect and to remember the vibration of you. This is what the animal kingdom has assisted me with. To really know that I know what I know, to not need outside validation, and to embody this presence that is me that is my uniqueness. And as I embody that presence and radiate and em- just emanate that presence, it actually shifts the entire world around me so that I have this sense of camaraderie with all of life. And this is, this is what I'd like to share with you. This is what I'd like to activate and awaken in you. As you request, as you ask for more and more, you're asking for more of you. And it is my honor and privilege to facilitate and assist in any way that I can from every level of consciousness, wherever you are, wherever you're at in your awareness, it doesn't matter. But it's that connection with our heart that the animals call to, that the animals are just always there, always, always ready to acknowledge us and from there we can take the interpretations where we want we can ask the questions that make the most sense to us that are relevant in our world and it can lead to greater confidence with handling our animals it can lead to reconnecting with our ability to heal ourselves or others of the animal kingdom or humanity or any kingdom simply with our presence And that's, that's why this is pure presence communication, because it is that presence that is you, that unique 
that unique vibration where you know that you know what you know, that is the gift you are on the planet. And as you expand and share that gift, you make a difference throughout the entire planet. And as you awaken and become aware of your uniqueness, you don't even have to ever tell anybody, but as you're aware of it, you are affecting thousands of people simply, simply by showing up, by being aware that you are a unique facet of creation and you're available for others to notice too. So that is, that's what I love. <laughs> and the animals are always there. So have a beautiful, beautiful time. And we're always here to assist. The animals are always here to assist. And as you notice walking through your day, those moments where something flashes, you can call it intuition, you can call it psychic, you can call it whatever you want to call it, it really doesn't matter. But connecting with that sense in your heart and noticing when your body tells you, hey, I feel a vibration. Hey, I feel something. Start noticing those moments without having to categorize them or label them. Just start noticing them and go, huh, oh, I felt something. Hmm, show me more about that. And let the information present itself to you rather than you going and looking for it. We'll talk more about this as we're coming up. I'm already getting into the next um, segments <laughs> to guide people through through greater awareness um, and and just guide you further into your own abilities. So so I hope you enjoyed this part, this segment, and I invite you to continue on with the other audio segments that um, are all designed and to guide you right into your innate ability and and remind you what it feels like to just know that you know what you know. I hope you're you're enjoying it and you're just going to enjoy the next ones to come and lots and lots of love. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for showing up and I will look forward to playing with you again soon. Have a beautiful beautiful day. <laughs>